Have you ever seen a ghost? This is a new podcast uh, that we are recording uh, in the dark, not on purpose. My lights are out. My name is Desia, and I'm here with my dear friend and ghost expert, Tara. And we're going to talk about uh, whether people have seen ghosts. <laughs> and our mission is to find out, ev- to ask every single person, ideally on Earth, in the world, if they've ever seen a ghost. <laughs> so, Tara, uh, welcome. Thank you so much for um, participating in these shenanigans with me. Um, wow, your podcast voice is really sexy. Um, Thank you. The thing is, <laughs> like, when you when you like listen to yourself through a good mic with good headphones, it's addictive. <laughs> like, I wasn't addicted to the sound of my own voice before, but I promise you, once you get good gear, this is why I want to do this all day, every day. Yeah. So our our goal, um, like Tasia said, is to to ask every single person in Honor. the world if they've seen a ghost. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I think that's realistic, and I think that's attainable. I agree, and I feel like after this podcast episode, we'll have at least two down. Um, yes. Out of the, what, seven plus billion, if not three. If not three. So, the idea with Have You Ever Seen a Ghost is that we want to ask people that we meet, have you ever seen a ghost? Because if you have ever like been on Tinder or at like a work team building... And not really had anything to say or not had a good icebreaker or you're tired of asking people what they do for a living. This is the question you need to ask people is, have you ever fucking seen a ghost? Because not only will you get ghost stories, but you will also instantly see if you vibe with those people or not. <laughs> exactly. And in fact, I when I was on Tinder, um, I did do this and I just straight up started using it as a a platform to just ask people if they've ever seen a ghost. As your own paranormal research platform. Exactly. And now I have a wonderful girlfriend um, who fiance. hates ghosts Hello. and fiancé. It's okay, we'll edit it. She won't She won't know that you forgot that you're getting married. She hates ghosts. Okay, I didn't, I didn't ask her the ghost question. I feel like that might have killed it. Um, so... <laughs> It's kind of unrelated, but... Um, <laughs> you just wanted to she... drop in there that you're attached in case anybody... <laughs> <laughs> I know you mentioned that she was worried that by talking about ghosts, that we are going to be inviting ghosts into our lives and into our homes. Uh, she definitely is, and um, she thinks this is a terrible idea. And, yes. Um, also, spoiler alert, she was there, Um for some ghost activity in one of my previous houses Um, and she did blame me for that and she did not have a sense of humor about it even though um i came home singing the ghostbusters theme song (laughs) okay but surely that would be the deterrent to ghosts i mean that's a famously anti-ghost piece of media it is famously anti-ghost um (laughs) So, have I seen a ghost visually with my eyes? Tara, have you ever seen a ghost? Let's start there. Okay, I will. I would like to tell what I believe may be my first ghost story. Okay. And may also just be a fucked up thing that I invented in my mind when I was a kid. <laughs> I've always been really interested in ghosts and supernatural phenomena. Mm-hmm. Um, even as a child. Um, and... I often used to think about ghosts and seeing ghosts and sometimes I used to be really, really quiet when I was going to sleep um, 
and that is just very sort of unusual. try and think about ghosts. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're just like lying and, there, like trying to <laughs> manifest a ghost. Trying to manifest a ghost. And the ghost that I potentially manifested was just an extremely nondescript looking man, an extremely nondescript looking bald man. Um, and I, I'm a about 60% sure that I just manifested this as a child because this man meant nothing. He was literally just like a, a thumb of a man. Um, no sort of discernible kind of facial features. I don't ex- remember the experience as being particularly frightening. <laughs> you didn't even do yourself a good ghost story. You were just like, oh, look, there's a guy over there. Yep. I didn't even, I was just like, there's a guy. You're like, and close I was like, enough. I don't know, is this real? Close enough. <laughs> How old were you when this happened? Um, maybe like five. Okay, that's really little. Have you seen that that photo or like that police sketch of like, this is the man everyone sees in their dreams. And it's like this dude with really huge eyebrows. Because <laughs> it could have been that guy. No. It could have no, been his I, debut. I, don't know. I feel like. I feel like it was his bald brother because I just, <laughs> I don't, I didn't get the vibe that this man had a lot of um, sort of body hair, um, facial or otherwise. Maybe he could have been the, the ghost of a swimmer or a... Yeah, definitely I could say that. I did have a boss for a brief amount of time who, who did actually look similar. He reminded me of that bald man. And he was uh, dead the whole time. Maybe he was dead the whole time. He could have been dead the whole time. Maybe, actually, like, now that I'm really... Now that I'm saying it out loud, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I just had seen maybe a few minutes of The Sixth Sense and what I was <laughs> actually imagining was, was Bruce Willis. Bruce Hey, spoilers for people who have who have that on their watch list. <laughs> so Tara's ghost might have just been Bruce Willis. The, it might just have been Bruce Willis the whole time. Yep. Um, <laughs> I do have a lot of other weird stories, um, but I feel like that was the OG one, and I feel like I don't want to kind of splurge them all on, Listen, on this particular interaction. We need to reward loyalty in this podcast space, okay? We can't just be spilling Patreon. all Patreon. Patreon subscribers only. If you want the good ghost stories, this is the free ghost story. This is the free one. Yeah, these are our lewds of ghosts. (laughs) And if you want the good stuff. (laughs) If you want the good stuff, pay up. Okay. Um, So, Dusty, have you ever seen a ghost? Okay, so, I do not believe that I've ever seen a ghost. But, (laughs) can I tell you why why this whole concept of ghosts stresses me out. And I feel like this is going to be our our dynamic as this podcast grows into the millions of episodes. It's not that I don't believe in ghosts because I am very scientific and rational and sensible. I don't believe in ghosts because it's very scary. <laughs> okay, so here's my here's my traumatizing childhood moment that is disguised as a ghost story is when I was like 7 years old, my parents, uh, God bless the 90s Soviet uh, immigrants that they were, did not necessarily supervise our television viewing. <laughs> so I watched not the original Poltergeist, but its far less critically acclaimed sequel, Poltergeist 2. <laughs> it was just one of those movies where you look at it, it starts off with, ooh, why is the TV showing static when we turned it off? And then at the end, there's like, 
animatronic fucking like ghouls and monsters pulling people into the TV. And, you know, it's just, it's extremely over the top. It's more of like kind of a silly monster movie than a, than a ghost movie. But me being eight years old, for like two years, I could not be in a room alone because I thought there was a ghost behind me. And I wasn't really sure why that was like such a menacing thing. It's like, it's behind me and I don't want it to be behind me. And it's not going to be behind me if there's someone else in the room. Um, is it like that thing where... A person puts their finger kind of really close to your face and then they're like, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you. Touching. I'm not yeah, touching I think you. that's what it was. It's like, I'm not haunting you, I'm not haunting you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've decided to cure your fear of ghosts by talking about them more? I think that I've decided to lean in to the unknown. So, <laughs> okay, so going back to your childhood, I just wanted to say one thing. Oh, no. And that was... <laughs> There's no positive sentence that starts with going back to your childhood. There's no breezy start to that. What I, what I wanted to say was childhood neglect, the real ghost all along. <laughs> well, clearly not, because I like refused to be in a room alone and there was always someone that I could fucking nag. I'm like, maybe more neglect would have been the solution, that I would have gained I... some sort of semblance of independence. <laughs> I feel like you weren't mobilizing your your kind of constant ghostly presence enough, you know? No. I mean, as a third child, I mean, you are the ghost of the family, yes? <laughs> oh my god, that's so dark. Damn, I'm not going to leave that that's in. That's dark. It's all that's these dark. candles in darkness. It's bringing out... It's... <laughs> I'm just going to lie down on I this think, couch. <laughs> I think you should leave that in. Um... Oh, good. <laughs> We have a we have a little sad like uh, just just like a sad undertone and that's you know what so here's my thing as well right I don't want this to be like we're making fun of ghosts and we're making fun of dead people and we're making fun of all this shit because I genuinely think that like that is like a pussy ass bitch move <laughs> <laughs> I feel like being alive and being mortal is the most mockable thing. And the ghosts are actually the least cringy yeah. of this plane. Because they've at least got it figured out. They're like, I'm dead. This is the thing I'm going to be doing. You know? They have a purpose. Yeah. This is the thing I'm doing. <laughs> I really, I feel like we need to unpack that a lot. <laughs> okay. This doesn't be like Dust's therapy session the first episode. <laughs> so, as we were saying. <laughs> you have actually asked somebody if they have yes. seen a ghost. And it is your friend Alex, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, my friend Alex. I would love for you to, to tell us if Alex has seen a ghost or not. I love this kind of setup that you put in because you're also kind of implying that maybe her answer is just no and I'm going to play you a three-second voice note of her saying no. <laughs> Here is Alex's, her, her testimony, her voice note from the beyond. Okay, wait, she is alive, to be fair, shame. She is alive. She is thriving. We love her. Okay. Can I just state that why this sounds so lo-fi is because my vision, audio vision. So what I really don't want to do is like recount a bunch of fucking ghost stories that you've seen on YouTube and on different podcasts and on fucking the Wikipedia rabbit hole. What I think that we're doing, which is such a powerful thing that Tara got me into is original research, original content on the ground, notes from the field. And that is why raw, raw 
uncut, <laughs> X-rated ghost stories. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's only for the Patreon. Okay, so I'm gonna play this. This is, okay, here is Alex's story. Tara, guess what? My friend Alex has seen a ghost. Wait for it. This is your, this is her story. This is our podcast. Go. Okay, this is one of my ghost stories. <laughs> Just one of many. Wait for it. It's going to be a series. Yeah, okay. So when I was, I was studying in Kenya and um, my, my like cabin mate, I guess, um, had malaria. And so she was like really, she was having all these like weird like fever dreams or whatever. And so I woke up in the middle of the night and she was like sitting up in bed, but she was still like asleep and she was like pointing. And I sat up and looked and there was like a Maasai warrior in our cabin. Is it more likely if it was a ghost or just a man? No, it was a ghost. It was a ghost. And I like made eye contact with this ghost. And she's pointing at it like, get out, get out. And I, as we like locked eyes, it just like disappeared. And then she just went quiet and like laid down and went back to sleep. I think that's the healthy response to see a ghost. Yeah. So and then I was like, such a fucking top quality ghost yeah. story. Tara, you're fucking welcome, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first of wow. our voice, voice notes from the beyond. So lots to unpack there. I lots to unpack there. And what I love about it is that it comes back to the question that we started with at the beginning of the podcast. Mm. Um, Have you ever seen a ghost? <laughs> no. The other the one, other, which was, other was it a ghost or was it just a man? Was it a ghost or was it just a man in her room? Was it just a man? Great question. <laughs> Great question. So I actually have done a little bit of research about ghosts in Kenya. <laughs> I've got the, the stats right you here. You got the stats, um, the Ken Kenyan ghost stats. <laughs> so, <laughs> interestingly, um, the Maasai people don't really seem to believe in ghosts, although there is some kind of conflicting information about that. Okay. Um, one of the things that I love is that they believe that people can't see ghosts, but that cows can. Um, so, so like, the real twist is her roommate was a cow. <laughs> That's not a friend so, with malaria. That's a cow. That's a cow. That's a cow. You had malaria the whole time. You had malaria. So it's just like reveal after reveal. Okay, so they don't believe in ghosts. Like they don't see... They don't really believe in ghosts, um, and the a lot of their but sort they of think cows can see spirits. No, well, now we're getting onto is there a is something a spirit or is something a ghost? So they okay. do kind of they do um, so their kind of belief is that once you die, you die. Mm -hmm. um, same as with cows, <laughs> when you die, you die. Uh -huh. But they do believe that you know, like if cattle come to a stop in the road and there isn't like a lion or a leopard or something close by it's because they've all seen a ghost is this like the kenyan equivalent to like they don't have cats in kenya but it's like is this the equivalent to when your cat wait, is just wait, staring wait, wait. into the corner of the room <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm cutting off your punchline okay yes yeah, so when, when i would love stop, to i would love I would love to go back to the fact that you don't believe there are cats in Kenya, but um, <laughs> and the, the, the I have never seen proof of a cat in Kenya. 
<laughs> okay, I think we need to dispel that. But um, okay. <laughs> so they do they do kind of have a belief in sort of supernatural or superhuman type of entities, mm-hmm. which seem to be a little bit more kind of closely aligned to kind of like demons or um, spirits that aren't actually human but have kind of human like characteristics. And one of the great things I found was there's a lot of kind of stuff around creatures that seem to be kind of like werewolves, but they're like lion wolves. No, we're lions. <laughs> lion wolves. The right. They just move between lion and wolf at the full moon. It's just really not that big of a change. Yeah. <laughs> it's like change genus. That, they the just only change people that genus. notice. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I feel like there's more wolves than lions tonight. That's so weird. What are the odds? <laughs> Lion, were lions. Were lions. Um, And that these are creatures that kind of like live in the forest. So there is kind of a lot of folklore that talks about creatures which are sort of part part human, part animal. Um, And then also, interestingly enough, part inanimate object, like a stone, I quote. (laughs) I sort of don't really, I'm, I'm struggling to picture that in sort of like a horror movie kind of context because part man, part stone, I don't know, it just doesn't seem... But the thing is, it's like, as soon as you become part man, part anything, you're not inanimate anymore, are you? Well, I don't know, what if you just lay there? <laughs> so that's an, that's an interesting one. It was a wearer stone, man. <laughs> it was a stone, man. So that's one of the interesting things that I found. Excellent. But there, there does also seem to be, like, for example, kind of like a lot of superstition about snakes and um, them having some kind of connection to the spirit world as well. Right. And also, the other thing that I found, which I think is potentially horrifying, is um, that even though when you die, you die, it's kind of impossible for the, the sort of the personality if that makes sense, the the sort of the, the, vibe. the spirit of of um, either a doctor, um, a great chief, or an extremely wealthy person to fully um, cease to exist. Oh, so you just literally reach a certain level, and you're like, I cannot stop hustling. I like, I can't stop hustling. So I can't, I can't really think of anything worse than like a ghost. Jeff Bezos or like a ghost <laughs> Elon Musk he, I think Jeff Bezos um, is already part stone though do you think Jeff Bezos was the, the man that haunted me as a child I think that was his side gig while he was trying to make Amazon happen so yeah so Jeff Bezos was the man that was haunting you uh, as a five year old um, it wasn't the man that was haunting Alex though so yeah. what do we think that was about I think um See, what stresses me out about this story is that her friend who was sick and feverish also clearly saw this man. Because if it's just the feverish friend, that's fine. And if it's just her, oh, you could have been dreaming or whatever. But because both of them saw it, I think that... There's something there. Yeah. I think it's like kind of interesting that, um, that her roommate who was... Um, kind of experiencing this fever state saw the ghost first because I think that there's definitely something to be said for the fact that there's a kind of a thinning of the veil between worlds maybe when you're like not in your right mind yeah like more things kind of become possible Mm. um 
And this is why, like, I think a lot of children see ghosts um, and maybe grow out of that. I don't know. I feel like when you when you kind of like newly in this world, maybe those veils are a little bit thinner and maybe it's the same when you're sick or when you're dying or... Or could it have been like a mass delusion thing? <laughs> because personally, I'm very easily influenced. I'm literally like, as we're talking about this, we've been talking about this for like 10 minutes and I'm immediately like in my head, I'm preoccupied with the idea of getting like a protection tattoo over my sternum, like in Supernatural <laughs> or something. Because I'm like, you know what I actually really need to do is I need to get a protection tattoo, especially if we're going to be talking about all this shit. I have a lot of like little charms and stuff that I put up around my house. And mm-hmm. I believe those are kind of like protection yeah. things. And I think it's okay to hedge your bets. I mean, if like a rose quartz is going to, you know, align my feminine energy or whatever... That's fine because it's also just a cute rock that's sparkly and I can just put it on my counter and, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Haunted rock? It's like insurance policy. It's like, well, haunted rock maybe because we've just seen that it could be like a person part rock. In a rock. Oh my God, no. Oh, wait, have we just invented the plot to Steven Universe? Or, more accurately, the Messiah did. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome, fucking Rebecca Sugar. My question mark with this whole Maasai warrior thing is if you're a Maasai warrior and you're manifesting as a ghost, why are you just standing in the corner of some sick girl's room? Like, why are you not doing warrior things? Was he an assassin? This is this is my thing as well. It's like with ghosts, right? A lot of the thing is like, to what end are you a ghost? Why are you a ghost, though? <laughs> Like, if you, why are you a ghost, though? Yeah. Like, what are you... Oh, my God, there's, like, such a fucking do? huge spider on my curtain. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so it's a ghost. Ghost spider. Part spider, part ghost. Ghost spider. Oh, my God. Does that mean that the spider died and now it's a ghost spider? Spiders can't die. They don't have skeletons. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> Spiders? That- I feel like there's so much that I'm learning. That made sense in my head. There are no cats in Kenya. There are no cats in Kenya. Spiders can't die. Spiders can't die. Don't worry about it. Jeff Bezos will live forever. Jeff Bezos is already dead, and that's why he's living forever. (laughs) So this is the thing, is that ghosts should be the happiest people, because they don't have to worry about death anymore, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Why are they more chipper about it? Also, like, why are they doing more cool stuff? Like, you don't hear about a ghost, like, doing... You never see a ghost on a roller coaster. You never see a ghost on a roller coaster. You no. never see a ghost on a fucking skateboard. Like, you never why see is a that? ghost on like the promenade, just doing sick flips. Just doing sick kick flips. The absolute like... sickest, illest, immortal flips. <laughs> flips forever. Flips for um, eternity. <laughs> the eternal flip. The eternal. The you never oh my see god. That. Why don't you see that? Yeah, like why are you just like standing? Like yeah. I mean, maybe it was like Like is he queuing? Okay. Is he queuing? Is he queuing? Because the, so <laughs> this is the whole thing of like maybe there was like an ancient battle on like the place where this building was built and he's just like visiting the place where he died or like the place of some big dramatic part of his life. But then you just end up in a girl's bedroom, right? Yeah. And you're like 
well, does this even feel effectual as a ghost anymore? Do you even get satisfaction out of it? Because it's not some big yeah. old battlefield, you know? It's like a mall yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, and you're just standing there. Like, it's like the so, it must be so demoralizing as a ghost. For develop, development, it must be very demoralizing. It must be very demoralizing. Development is demoralizing for ghosts. And I think. also mostly for people. <laughs> the, the ghosts are just like looking around and being like, Oh, fucking gentrification. This mortal gentrification of my of my ancient <laughs> battlefield. Oh my god, mortal yeah. gentrification. Imagine imagine Fuck you I died know. like a horrific death on a battlefield, and then you, as a ghost, are trying to have this big dramatic haunting experience. And there's like, I don't know, like a food truck there now. <laughs> there's like the Linden Market, you know? There's like a like if there's like a community pool or something. Like it's so chipper and happy. <laughs> like maybe he was queuing for a food truck is what you're saying oh my god maybe that's what killed him a food truck <laughs> he was hit by a food truck he was like going to like a cosplay convention it was actually like a ghost from five years ago <laughs> oh my god but here's the other thing that the story makes me think about especially like having done this reading about admittedly limited reading about ghosts in Kenya. If if we kind of think about ghosts as sort of a manifestation of us, if a ghost is there and there's no one there to see it or experience it, like, does it exist kind of thing? Yeah, are ghosts ghosting when there's no one to perceive them? Are they ghosting when there's no one to perceive them? <laughs> is it ghosting if they didn't expect you to text back? That's <laughs> <laughs> If you're in a culture where ghosts aren't like a thing, um, it's kind of like, what is the point of being a ghost also? Yeah. Or like, what is the likelihood of being a ghost? Because if ghosts are like a physical thing, like if it's a real thing that happens, and if you don't have ghosts in your culture, you become a ghost and you're like, nothing prepared me for this. Nothing prepared me for this. Uh, there was no onboarding. I was prepared to turn into a stone, a stone. maybe, like... Lion man. A snake, maybe. Snake. A lion man. Yeah. Part man, part stone. Part man, part stone. I feel like that's just being dead, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Part that's man, part stone. You slowly become more and more stone until eventually you're just dirt. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like an extremely shitty animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the shittiest animorphs of all time. Wait, 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 wait. I got this. I got this. Inanimate morphs. <laughs> <laughs> You're just morphing into like a cup. <laughs> it's like a mug. It's like yeah. a coffee mug. But a shitty just coffee mug. Really, really, really slowly. <laughs> just super slowly over several millennia. But I do wonder then maybe like if we look at kind of like what the what the data is telling us about ghosts in in this culture um it's possible then that he was maybe uh one of the people that they spoke about like a doctor uh, a chief a prominent yeah, person it could have been a chief like she didn't she i don't necessarily think that she asked his rank in the in the in the army so it could have been a chief it could have been someone who just had such extreme charisma that they could not get rid of it all by dying yeah which is such a, a radical amazing yeah. concept 
Um, my question is, where was where was the charisma when he was there? I mean, he wasn't doing anything. He was just standing there. You know there. what? I feel so, like he was doing, like, less is more, you know? It's like the, the okay. jazz is in the notes you don't play sort of thing. Haunting is right, in the booze okay. you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the name of the episode? <laughs> Haunting is in the booze you, you don't, don't say. say. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So glad we got that sorted out. I kind of love that idea of, yeah, of, of you're so charismatic that you, like, death cannot cope with you. Like, there are things like, oh, yeah. God, oh, it's it's going down the curtain and onto the floor. <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Kiki will deal with it. Oh, Kiki, where are you, my sweet baby angel? <laughs> this is my this is my small, innocent-looking black cat that eats baby birds whole. Oh! <laughs> Uh, is vaguely moving towards me. Okay, I'm still recording the podcast. Can you get off the floor? I'm off the floor. I am now kind of on all fours on the couch. Can can you light a small fire? I have several candles around me, but uh, there are a lot of flammable things. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be, I'm going to be a real, I'm going to be a real pro. And I'm just going to kind of keep my eye on my surroundings. I'm going to keep doing my perception checks. (laughs) And then we're just going to kind of carry on. I'll just tell you if I see a spider on you. How's that? Oh, thank you. Yes, that would be su- that would be great. And you know what? If, what you could do is you could just be like, "Don't move," and then like you could just reach through the screen and like bat it off me. Yeah, that would be really good. Channel channel Maasai warrior ghost energy and just stand there. <laughs> I will just stand there. No, see, this is the thing. Like, I'm not even that scared of spiders, but when they're big enough to like high five me, I just worry about like the power <laughs> struggle of. <laughs> I worry when it's when it's big enough to be a third in your relationship. Uh, <laughs> when it's when it's big enough to upset the careful balance of intimacy between you and your partner. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm good. I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm even gonna maybe put one foot on the floor. Um, this is like very spooky Halloweeny. This is exactly. This is you can't you can't you can't pre-production meeting this sort of content but i don't see anything moving around me so it's either gone or inside me (laughs) and either way those are the only two options famously i'm gonna choose peace i'm gonna choose inner peace so this kind of brings us to uh speaking of contrived spooky situations so i figured another good part of what i enjoy about the paranormal genre is um, creepypastas and scary stories. I mean, I grew up on Stephen King, all that jazz. But I feel like as a writer, and by a writer I mean I did have a few tweets go semi-locally viral in around 2012. Mm. As a writer, I feel like there isn't enough professional paranormal input into creepypastas and into the um, amateur horror writing community. The support isn't there. The support isn't there. The feedback isn't there. Unfortunately, the thing with everyone being able to be published online means that anyone can just get published online. God, I'm thinking about that spider like 24-7. So, um, so what I thought we could do as paranormal experts uh, was to look through a, a creepypasta. Now, we're tentatively calling this failed creepypasta workshop. Yeah. And I, I don't necessarily feel like failed is 
the word because I think that I, I really genuinely do feel like it is so much harder to publish fucking anything, to publish anything creative than it is to criticize it and talk shit about it. You know what? These people are putting their hearts out there. Their They're hearts. putting their, li their lives, their souls, their ghosts on the line. Exactly. They're putting their ghosts on the line. They are taking their ghosts out into that corner of that bedroom and putting them there and letting them be creepy. So, and we are here to help. And we are here to help. We are here to workshop these stories so that they can have more oomph, more impact, and therefore more likes, more follows, more shares, and more social media clout. So what do, we, what do you have for us this what evening? What do I have for you? I have very powerful, I genuinely did enjoy this. I'm not, like, I, I'm not trying to be like, oh, look how bad this writing is. You know what? Let's just call it the Creepypasta Workshop. You know, we don't want to make a value judgment on these. Yes. The mm. Creepypasta Workshop. I want to make like some sort of pun about like cooking and eating pasta and then being like, I don't know, a creepy pasta marinara no. hour, but it's fine. Uh, There's nothing. Okay. So this is on. <laughs> There's nothing So there. this was. The uh, creepy pasta kitchen. The creepy pasta kitchen. The creepy pasta kitchen. And we're just trying to the creepy, spice it The creepy pasta test kitchen. It's like. Oh my God. We're just throwing things out there. Like we just are trying. God bless you. The creepy pasta <laughs> test kitchen is open. We are in session. And today we have a short story. I'm sorry. A genuine. <laughs> a genuine creepy tale from uh, the r slash no sleep subreddit. And uh, this was posted about m two months ago by a user named Physical Change 100, which is already kind of evocative. <laughs> I'm into it. Mm. Also, there is some strong language in this. Uh, so just in case we thought this was gonna be family friendly, it's not. There is some strong language and there are some strong themes, but I mean- we ghost had a dick. <laughs> The ghost had a dick. Boy, howdy, wait for this. I'm going to read it, and then we're going to give our feedback, we're going to be positive, and we're going to test kitchen this up. We're going to get cooking. We're going to get cooking, exactly. So the uh, story title is, So Have Been Bitten by a Ghost, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and no, I did not miss out any words. The title is, so, have been bitten by a ghost. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> this is laughter of support. So, have been bitten by a ghost. Went to my grandma's grave today to give her flowers and her favorite candles. It reminds me of the time where I visited her and was graced with her warm, comforting, and childlike personality, which inspired me to not kill myself. I'm good. I'm sorry, I'm good. Oh yes. Okay, I'm good. Oh yes, if it wasn't for her, I would be gone, so I owe a lot to her. Back to the graveyard as I was unpacking some candies so I could eat it with Grandma, a child suddenly appeared to the side of my peripheral vision. She was sitting five feet beside me, dirty grayish skin, messy and long black hair, and a suspiciously clean white fucking dress. That's an exclamation mark there. The fucking white dress. It's always the fucking white dress. Want some candy? 
The child slowly turned her head at me, black eyes and with an intense grin. I'm not stupid or supernaturally illiterate. <laughs> so I started kicking it. <laughs> so I started kicking What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> let me get it out. So I started kicking it with my loud, desperate screams. All my efforts literally went through her. <coughs> Then it bit me hard, right in my leg. <laughs> and I couldn't do anything about it. What can you do when a smoke bites you? I screamed like a bitch. It's a monster disguised as a child, and I'm a child disguised as an adult. What? I tried <laughs> chucking candies at it, then flowers, then dirt. I'm like a gazelle stuck in a croc's jaw. I started praying to the Christian God, Jesus Christ, and it didn't work. <laughs> so I started praying to all the gods from all the religions that I'm aware of. Uh, no, but nothing is answering my desperate calls for help. Maybe I'm looking at this from the wrong direction. Maybe there is a scientific explanation for this phenomenon. But what could explain this demonic-looking child that I can't get rid of? Don't get me wrong, I'm in utter agony while it's tearing my flesh apart and burrowing into my bone. But I need to think of some form of solution. It grinned like it knows what I'm trying to think. And I felt something is literally pulling away my energy. Wait, pause, 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 like pause. It grinned... While it But was it's still biting, biting his okay, leg. Right, okay. Yeah, 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 no? yeah, yeah. Glad we cleared that it's up. It's got okay. a really big ghost mouth. Don't worry about it. So I diagnosed myself as mentally ill and just needed to relax. That didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I am loving this. That is such a, such a vibe. I diagnosed myself <laughs> as mentally ill. Dot dot dot, and just needed to relax. Dot dot dot. And just needed to relax. Dot dot dot. <laughs> Iconic! That didn't work. Iconic. <laughs> Full stop. Nothing can save you. I can't believe that it spoke. Oh, by the way, there's no, like, quotation marks or anything, so I'm just kind of, uh... Freestyling. <laughs> Should I just do a monster voice? Nothing, nothing can save you. I can't believe that it spoke. So, um, why the fuck are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> it... <laughs> It pulled my toenail at light speed <laughs> in response to my question. I want you to suffer. I want you to suffer. I want you to suffer. That sounded familiar wow. to me. Then it dawned on me. This is my fucking grandma. Whoa, what? What a reveal. You're too... <laughs> you're too fucking slow, you stupid fucking cunt. <laughs> Jesus. Then... Then... <laughs> <laughs> Then she disappears. With it, my wound is gone too. And this is kind of where the tone shifts, so I'm going to shift too. The thing about my grandma is that she's not just a warm and childlike person. She's also a fucking cunt. She loves pranking the shit out of me, loves to joke around and be vulgar. And honestly, I love those parts about her. And that part where I immediately knew she was my grandma after she told me, I want you to suffer. <laughs> It's basically what me and my grandma would repeatedly say to scare the shit out of people when we're pranking people over the phone. <laughs> okay, what? last line. Are you ready? Wait, Who wait. Who is this wait. grandma? <laughs> so okay. here I am, traumatized, and I hope that she would endlessly giggle herself in the afterlife while burning in hell. Whoa. Finn. Damn. <laughs> scene yeah fucking wow so like i thought i genuinely enjoyed this i thought <clears throat> that there was a twist the 
ghost, the biting ghost child being a grand, being the grandma. When also this person, when this person called their grandmother a cunt, that was. A cunt. <laughs> I believe the term was <laughs> fucking cunt. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot my sweet loving grandma. She was a fucking cunt, man. <laughs> Can't believe I forgot that part about the story. <laughs> I just wanted to fucking kick her into the great abyss. (laughs) So yeah, so this is, I think this has so much potential because it is a story about a ghost pranking you. A (laughs) A ghost that is doing a prank. And that's not, I think that is such a rich vein. What I could do without is yes, it was, it was confusing. Like if I had to read it again, I would maybe, maybe introduce the idea of the, 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 grandma being a giant cunt earlier in the story (laughs) yeah i think earlier in the story with a good story you want to you want to at least kind of like sprinkle something in there so that you get people's minds kind of going Yeah, yeah um i also feel like um the title is so have been I bitten have by a been ghost. By, so have been bitten by a ghost. So I feel like you want to kind of bury the lead a little mm. bit on that. Like, mm. because now we immediately know you were going to get bitten by a ghost. I feel like... Maybe like a bite from beyond, you know? A bite from beyond. Something yeah, yeah. a little bit punchier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that also doesn't tell you exactly kind of how things are going to go down. The thing is, like, was the gran, like, really... A sweet person, or was she a giant cunt? Well, she's burning in hell. Burning in hell, right? But yeah, on the other so hand, on the other hand... What do you make of that? I, I think the idea that, she, yes, she is burning in hell, but the thing is that, is this the main character's karma for having participated in these pranks with the grandma? Because calling people on the phone and saying, I want you to suffer, it's not a great prank. Maybe she's really... It's not a great prank, You know what this yeah. is? I think this is the final, like, I'm winning the prank war move on the grandma's okay. part a prank from beyond right. yeah the the pranks before were just like calling someone and being like i hate you <laughs> and then just <laughs> hanging up and that's not really a prank so much as just there's no misleading and then uh like reveal you know it's really quite one-dimensional it's quite one-sided it's no it's no seymour butts i mean it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's no seymour i feel like did this grandmother even like progress in her prank doing though because it doesn't seem like it well she has like the the power of a ghost now yeah i mean she has the power of a ghost but what's she using it for she's just doing the same tired bit that she was doing when she was alive you know what you're right because you could do that as a person you could just sneak out behind a fucking gravestone and bite someone on the ankle and be like fuck you bro i want you to suffer <laughs> fuck you there's no i want you the, to suffer being, exactly no the, her being a ghost actually doesn't factor into the story at all like whatsoever she tried to one-up the prank war, but at the end of the day, like, the lack of imagination is clearly a genetic thing, that this the grandma suffers from it, the main character suffers from it, and now we're <laughs> suffering from it. But now, I think that there's actually a third character in this story, Desia, and that is mental illness, because, um... <laughs> if, she wasn't, if it wasn't for her, I would have fucking killed myself. Anyway, <laughs> she just mauled me anyway, from the beyond. So, so. where does you... And nearly fucking killing yourself come into this. Like, it wasn't even a prank based on that. Like, I think that was trying to establish that the grandma was a nice, sweet, good person and childlike. Right. So what did she go to hell for? Pulling all these... For actually, you know what? I don't think that she went to hell for pulling pranks. For prank calls? I don't think she went to hell for pulling pranks. 
I think she went to hell for being a fucking cunt. <laughs> In this general, unspecified way that we, we haven't seen. See, the, the powerful thing about this is showing oh and not telling. Maybe a couple of anecdotes, you know. What I did, I chose the story because it was nice and short. And, you know, it felt long, like, when I'm reading it out. But it's genuinely one of the shortest stories I could find. Yeah, you know, maybe, like... Uh, an anecdote like, oh, you're sitting and eating candy with your, like, you know, with your grandma's gravestone. That's very sweet. Maybe, like, have a little flashback to what that time that she shoved a candy up your nose and didn't tell anyone. And you had to go to the ear, nose, and throat doctor to have it pulled out with forceps. And it was very traumatizing. Also, kind of, like, draw it out a little bit. Like, maybe you mm. have, like, the bag of candy there and suddenly you notice there are all of these empty wrappers, but you didn't eat the candy. <gasps> Oh, I like that. You know, you want, like, a little bit of, like, build-up, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I think that there's um, plenty of, of notes that their ominous name, Physical Change 100. I hope their physical changes are going okay. Um, <laughs> the Physical Change 100 can maybe uh, implement, maybe do a second draft and get more than 28 upvotes. And uh, mm. one comment, oh, by the way, um, the one comment says, your grandma be vibing in the afterlife, but in hell, XD. <laughs> words never spoken true words never fucking spoken absolutely so we're uh, about to rerun out of time on the recording so uh i think uh i think we've given them some solid notes and i want to do just one more call to action uh what we would really love for all of our probably two listeners hi mom uh to do okay bring it home i'm bringing it home what i would love is for all of us listening and participating to become our own paranormal investigators and to bring more ghost stories out in the open. So if you're listening to this, your call to action is go to the people you're working with, go to your family, your friends, or especially someone that you randomly meet at a bar and ask them, have you ever seen a ghost? And if they say yes, hold up your one finger, pull out your phone, start recording a voice note and ask them to tell that ghost story and send it to us. We want your field notes. Raw, uncut. We want voice notes from the beyond. Voice notes from the beyond. Voice notes from the um, beyond. That would be amazing. Couldn't say it better. I feel like we've we've achieved a lot here today. We really I feel have. like you and I have grown closer as friends. Yes, I feel like I'm really growing closer with that spider. Thank you so much, Tara. You're growing closer with the spider. Hopefully not. Um, sounds like you have a, a tough discussion to have with that spider. Yeah. I wish you well on that. Yeah, thank you all. Um, <laughs> if I'm alive before this, I love you. Thank you so much. Okay, I love you. Bye. Uh, this has been Have You Ever Seen a Ghost? <laughs> <laughs>